everybody. My name is Micah Tindor, the Senior Director of Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and I want to welcome everybody who's listening to the Straight from the Source podcast. As you all know, our mission with this podcast is to identify dealers and personnel who are really deploying some sort of cutting edge technology or idea around buying and selling cars. And we want to bring their learnings and expertise to you so that you can learn from them. And it's really the idea of standing on the shoulders of giants. And one of the areas that I've wanted to focus on for a while now is how to leverage social media to buy and sell vehicles. And I'm not just talking about putting a vehicle on TikTok and seeing what happens, but what processes do you need to put in place? What people at the dealership need to operate? And how do you make a holistic organization that operates well on social media? And I had the good fortune of meeting our guest today at Digital Dealer. And when we started talking about how he's leveraging social media, I realized that he's the man to bring the point of view to this broader dealer group. So with that, I want to welcome Dominic Gigliano, who's the social media director and sales manager at Lexus of Las Vegas. Dominic, thank you for joining the conversation. I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Thank you for having me, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, we uh, we love what you're doing at Lexus of Las Vegas, um, certainly taking our industry into the next generation by having conversations like this. So I, I, I enjoy being here and I appreciate your time. Well, one of the ways I always like to start is, can you just give the dealer body who's listening uh, a brief idea of who you are? A little bit about you, your role at the dealership, and a little bit about the dealership. Excellent. So I have been in some capacity of sales for 15, 20 years, uh, mostly in in traditional retail, so department stores and um, luxury retail. I moved over to Lexus of Las Vegas uh, at a time when I I needed a change, so about six years ago, five years ago now. And... um, it's evolved from there. So I've, I've had a great time there. I am a sales manager now. I've had every role at Lexus of Las Vegas from salesperson um, up to the sales manager position now. And uh, it's been a great experience. So and then social media director, I started with social media through just personal uh, sales. So when I came to Lexus of Las Vegas, I, I was like, well, how am I going to sell cars? I don't I don't know how to sell cars. Right. So um, only thing I knew to do is I had a lot of friends and, um, you know, not a giant following, but I had a lot of friends locally that knew me and a lot of customers from my prior life. And um, I just picked up the phone and started uh, recording a video here and there, or um, just showing my face or just showing the car. And before you knew it, uh, people were buying cars from me. So um, it's, it was out of necessity that I started that. And uh it's turned out to be pretty successful. I think I think it has. We've talked about this at Digital Dealer. We've talked a number of times since. Um, I think what I'd like to do is start, which is kind of at the high level. Yep. Why did you guys decide to get into sales, um, to social media? And how do you use it as part of the sales strategy? Then maybe we talk about what pro, uh, platforms you're using and why you're using those platforms. And then we'll get into the actual meat of it. Because what I really want to get to with you is talking about some of the stuff we talked about at Digital Dealer around how you actualize this. How do you set up the ambassador program? How do you bring people up to speed? How do you balance it from a command and control structure? But let's start at the high level. Um, why, why do you guys decide to create this as a strategy at the dealership? And what platforms are you leveraging? For me, I, I, I believed that there was no other choice, right? Mm. So marketing now is really based on social media. I would argue to say that most people buy what they buy based upon what they've seen on social media. Either somebody, an ambassador, or somebody is advertising it, um, or um, they just saw a friend with something. Whatever, whatever um, creates the interest for the product, 
it leads to a sale maybe through another avenue but um, it starts i believe with social media so advertising mm-hmm. now is important with social media i think it's the future of advertising um it all it's all going to start with social media and, and i believe it is right now it's the future is now and but there's no other choice you You're have right. to be social media or you don't exist in in my opinion so and you know that's why we want to talk to you because you guys are winning at this and i know a lot of dealers are at that mindset tilt where you have to be in social media or you're not going to win and you guys are already there and winning so let's talk real quickly what platforms do you guys leverage social media wise the base is always going to be facebook and instagram i believe at this point it's going to be facebook and instagram and that's where we primarily start everything but we're on every we're on every channel now at this point because everyone looks at social media differently so some customers go to youtube some customers go to facebook some go to TikTok, um and it's all based upon demographics and age i believe or, or yeah. um so you know we're on every platform and but the the primary sources are going to be uh facebook and instagram for sure um we're, we're really starting to dive into TikTok a bit um, I have one employee that's that's focusing on TikTok. Um, it started off slow, but we had a major win last week. We had forty-one thousand or forty-seven thousand views on a TikTok. Um, nice. We've never we've never had that before. So neither have I. Channel. So it's just a matter of finding the recipe, right? So um, TikTok is launched, and and it's a small following, and it's truly not a success yet. But it's you know there's small wins along the way, and we know someone's watching. You know, so it's cool. Congrats on that. That's a yeah. that's a big viewership number. Um, I, I don't have any viewership numbers like that, so congrats there. So we don't either. Talking- hey, just, just to be honest, we don't either <laughs> on a regular basis. So it was cool. I think most of us don't, which makes it exciting. So you talk, yeah. you said that magic word recipe, and yeah. that's why I wanted to talk to you. You know, you have um, this idea of a, a social media ambassador program, and really, to, I view that as a recipe for how your dealership can leverage social media. So can you talk a bit about the ambassador program, kind of how you brought it about? how you've expanded it and how it interfaces to the broader uh, staff at the dealership and pulls them into the social media experience? Sure. So it started with me. I was the only ambassador and it, it capped out, right? So mm-hmm. there, were, there was a, um, a, a level that I could achieve because not everybody wants to see me. Nobody wants, not everybody wants to interact with me. Um, I'm one person. So the goal was to add more people to hit more a uh, broader audience right yeah. so um and to get more participation and more interest and so we expanded it to four more employees at our dealership right all um, basically a younger generation so 30 and under and uh we equipped them with the right tools so we gave them the most up-to-date iphone with the camera that's the best for them we gave them stabilizers we gave them microphones um general information as to how to produce a better video with lighting and um you know what works best best practices we gave them some money for applications on their phones so they can edit videos um and and that's where we're at so now we got four full-time employees that have a um a guaranteed guaranteed salary every month they get um now we're even expanding over to bonuses so you know depending on if we get so many followers they get a bonus if we um if we make a video that's super successful we have a contest we get bonuses so um that's the next step is is to complete to keep moving the compensation higher form to keep the the target at getting more following and more videos or more mm-hmm. video views. Uh, but they're you know they're equipped uh, employees now that are compensated and they're guaranteed to make content for us right it's not it's not voluntary so um, and they're enthusiastic about it and it's great. 
with the um, with the with them now also as we've talked about this, uh, they can touch more people, right? So yep. whether it's their own customer base or the internal customer, because you know we're turning into um, more than just social media ambassadors. We're we're now dealership um, leaders, right? So um, people come to us now to record a video to help them get more viewership or to get them more exposure or just a volunteer, just a volunteer to, to participate. So we're seeing that the participation is in, increasing because it's not just me, right? Someone that may have been you know, difficult to interact with me or not feel comfortable interacting with me may interact with one of my other social media ambassadors better. And yeah. now we have that employee participating for not only the dealership, but participating for themselves. So the dealership culture improved a little bit like that in terms of the sales force um, because everyone's having a fun time and and they're feeling included. And, you know, where I was five years ago doing something with a phone, getting success out of it, where people were kind of rubbed the wrong way about it, right? They're, I want to do that, but maybe they don't know how to. Maybe they don't know um, where to start. And maybe I wasn't the right person to teach them that, right? Yeah. So the people that really grabbed onto me four or five years ago and worked with me became the ambassadors. And now they're touching a whole nother level, level at the dealership level. So it's cool. And it's branching out into more philanthropic things. Like we had a toy drive that was super successful for us this, nice. this season that was really driven by social media. And those ambassadors were able to, you know, touch the touch the dealership group and their customers to bring more toys in for, for people. So it was, it was really cool. Um, I like the humility in, in what you said there. I think so often we think about social media within a dealership and we think we need to put that dealership brand out there. But it's the humility to say that there's different people that have a different network. There's different people that connect to others in the ecosystem. And we want to enable each one of them to maximize their footprint, to broadly maximize the the dealer footprint. So maybe one of the things you can talk about to help our, our dealer body understand how you go about this is what did you look for in setting up an, an ambassador? And you talked about some of the mechanics, getting them the right phones, getting them the, the tools, getting them the software, all that. Um, but can you talk about a little bit of what you look for um, it, within a dealership personnel? And then what do you have to train them on? Do you have, do you, are you looking for them to sell or not? Um, kind of some of that training and some of that, what are you looking for from a staff perspective? So we opened it up to the entire dealership, right? So we, we were, in a perfect world, you'd have salespeople, you'd have service writers or a technician in the, in the, in the shop. Um, and have representation of the whole dealership, right? Um, it didn't work out that way for us. The, the people that interviewed for the, the, the position um, were mostly based in sales. So, um, and so they're salespeople. So they're salespeople who are now, uh, have the, 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 the dual responsibility of being a social media ambassador. But we looked for people that are um, most importantly, just open and motivated to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't want we, we don't want anyone to not be excited about making social media. So yeah. if if you're excited about it and you volunteer, we assume that you're going to do the job and you're going to be um, proactive about it. And um, I think we found the right people and they're growing in the positions. What I got six months ago is, is different than what I get right now. They become yeah. more flexible. They become more nimble in their in their time management and. Um, so you get you get the right people with the right motivation at, at the beginning, and then you work with them to teach them how to, to 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 really function in the role. And they're getting better and better every day. And I'm I'm seeing young associates over time. So when I met the first 
one or two sales um, sales associates and and social media ambassadors five years ago. These are young employees. They're you know in the very early 20s, and mm-hmm. now they're moving closer to their 30s, and um, they're growing as people. And you're seeing it year after year. But this position has helped them grow exponentially as well because what I we had discussed in our meetings is you're on camera all the time and you're looking for the right words, right? Because you're now not communicating with just one person, like just your, your, just your customer, you're communicating with a lot more people through our social media channels. So mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you're articulate. You got to make sure that you're saying the right words, saying the right, communicating the right information. So they're constantly communicating and correcting themselves and, and growing as communicators. And they communicate better now one-on-one with customers because of the camera in front of them all the time. Right. So it's cool to see these, these employees grow, but it really truly starts with the right motivated people that want to grow. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying about how it helps to grow the ambassador, but also helps grow a bit of the, the culture. And I know you touched on it a minute um, earlier, uh, the culture. Can you talk a little bit more about the, the kind of the cultural impact that you're seeing in people learning to grow, looking to promote their brand, promote that Lexus of Las Vegas brand? Yeah. Um, so culturally, the the dealership it, it's improving because people feel included and they feel like they have a purpose. Um, you know, and certainly we have a lot more room to grow, right? There's there's always ways to improve the culture of the dealership, but for a small group of people, you know, you're seeing a little more participation, a little more partnership, a little more enthusiasm enthusiasm for it, and uh, it's been a it's been cool, you know. And everyone that jumps on board becomes a, you know a member of the team basically, right? Everybody's participating. Yep gets celebrated, you know, and, and again, it's in its beginning stages as, a, as it keeps to grow. But um, I mentioned that we had a, a great post, 47,000 um, views. That person wasn't part of our sales ambassador team or social That's media awesome. ambassador. They were a volunteer, right? So that person got celebrated a little bit and everybody's high-fiving and, and you know, having a good laugh and, and, and having a you know, good time. And that improves the culture because everybody just moves a little bit closer to each other and trust each other more and partners better, right? We've got something yeah. to celebrate together. We got something to celebrate together. So I think right now some dealers who are listening are saying, all right, Dominic, you're making it sound like a no brainer, right? You're getting all these views. You're getting the brand out there. You're getting, you're widening your net and you're building better culture. Love it. Yeah. But, and this is where I think we should, this is where we double click and dig in a little bit. How do I make sure I protect my brand? So can you talk a little bit about the fact that you have social media ambassadors out there, plus your social media ambassadors and it are helping to enable the rest of your staff to also push their brand out on social media. Can you talk a little bit about how you guys as Lex of Las Vegas and you as the person responsible for this view the command and control elements? What are they allowed to post? What freedoms do they have? What should they, shouldn't they? Can you walk us through some of that logic so the dealers who are listening to start to, to get some structure around what a lot of them right now I think are looking at as a risk? Yeah, you have to have one person at the top monitoring um, what's going on, right? So you gotta you got to keep a close observation on their personal accounts because a lot of times their personal account is what drives the dealership account, right? So these are people, sales associates, um, f- friends and family are watching and then they become followers of the dealership so you got to watch what they're doing on their their personal accounts because they're personally accountable to represent the dealership mm-hmm. right so if their personal account starts to get a little bit questionable we got to rein them in and say hey well you know you are doing this position um and you are representative of the dealership so what you put on your personal page is a reflection of you the dealership everyone 
So we got to rein that in a little bit. Um, what goes on the, the actual Las, Lex of Las Vegas account um, has to be posted by one person or in time delegated to a person that is trusted, right? So, but in yeah. the end, you have to have one person at the top watching that has a phone in their hand 24 hours a day ready to delete or edit depending on what is said or um, what's put in the comments, right? We get comments all the time that aren't exactly what we want to see. Right. So we've got to we've got to delete those quickly if if something doesn't you know go our way. Um, so you gotta have someone monitoring it and taking responsibility for what the content is, and that person's got to be kind of locked into what your brand culture is, what your identity is, and to make sure it, it falls in line. You know, Lexus has a ton of guidelines that we have to follow. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I've read them and they're, you know, I, I do my best every day to make sure that we maintain those. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that, that's the key is having someone at the top. And guess what? We mess up all the time. I've had, yeah. I've had um, at least a half dozen times where the Lexus contacted us um, or, you know, uh, our dealership uh, principal calls me and says, hey, it's not working. Get it down. Right. Um, you know, that's not what we want to do. And, it, you know, it's, it's funny what, what they, what you find out. It's, you know, if we talk about this feature of the car it's, and the way we set it, it's going to impact our service business, right? Mm -hmm. So take it down, right? It's just not going to work based upon history. We're going to have all these people coming to dealership with this question. So take it down. Or, you know, we, um, we put a car on, on, on uh, Instagram one time that Lexus was going to launch soon. And I think we um, maybe beat them to the punch a bit. And, and I don't know what it was, but maybe we didn't steal their We stole their thunders a bit. And they didn't want to announce the car yet. So like, Hey, get it down. Right. So, um, but it's cool. And I always say um, with social media, you have to have thick skin because there, there's going to be people yep. that, that say something the wrong way or are negative, or you just didn't write, make the right post and your, your dealer principal wants it down. And you got to just say, Hey, great. We'll take it down. But you also have to be happy that guess what? Someone's watching, right? Yeah. They, they saw it to say that that's wrong. So take it down. So, um, you have to find the positive in that too, but at the end, you got to have someone responsible and someone ready to take it down or edit it when it's the right time to do that. I like that. It's having that person at the top who's going to be responsible for it, but looking at this foray into social media for what it is, it's a new learning experience, right? And yep. one would hope if you're if you're pushing fast enough and hard enough into something new, you're going to stumble. You're going to skin your knee every now and then, and to have that Op that expectation of some challenges and that open level of communication, but not shutting it down, I think is really important in this whole thing. You got to go into it with the, with the knowledge that there's going to be some challenges to get to the point that you have 47,000 views on a TikTok video. Yeah. And that's something important you said, because there were points of my career where at the very beginning where we could have shut it down because it just wasn't creating the most positivity you know it wasn't feel, where i said the inclusion at the dealership level or yeah. not everybody's participating or someone feels like maybe i'm getting more exposure than the next person right so there were times where the dealership could have shut it down or uh, i could have said you know it's just too much it's just too much heat on me you know i want to i want to back it down right but when you push forward you get to this point where more people are being included and it's being embraced and the people that were, weren't exactly moving in your direction are now moving with you in the same direction. So, but you do have to point, you do have to push through because you are going to have mistakes. You are going to have people that don't necessarily get it. And um, it's important to have someone above me, my, my level, above, 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 that say, hey, this is the right direction. Keep moving forward. We'll correct you when you're wrong. And, but we got you. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what I have. I have a, 
a great COO. I have a great um, dealership group that just embraces it and says, hey, he's not making mistakes. And when he does, he corrects them and we keep moving forward. So it's great. I love that. Yeah. Let's talk about impact for a minute. So you got this program out. Things like 47,000 views of a, of a post on TikTok are awesome. Yep. Um, but a lot of the, a lot of people listening are saying, hey, I'm, I'm running the dealership. What's the impact of the dealer level? You got cultural improvements. Great. Let's talk about what's the impact from selling cars. What's the impact from buying cars? What, what's that look like? Yeah, it, it's 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 improving all the time. What what happens is it's interesting because you you rate everything and grade everything in social media by followers and by likes and by views. And we don't necessarily have the most viewership. We don't have the most likes. Um, there's sometimes we just get 20, 20 views on a post, right? It's 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 like that. And um, but we have people locally that come in all the time and say, "Hey, I know you. I've seen you." Yeah. Right? And that's when it's really rewarding. And we've had people come in and say, "Hey, I I've saw that customers come in and I say, I've seen that car last night on your social media. Where is it?" Right? Or, you know, it's, it's more straightforward where we'll have an actual message on your social media that says, I want to buy that car. How do I start the process? Right. So you have it in all different levels, whether they're clicking likes or whether they're watching it. But at some point they're watching it and they're ending up at the dealership. Um, and that's the kind of viewership you want. You want them watching. And then when they make their purchase, they think of you first. Right. When you're yeah. in, when they're in the market. So that's what they're thinking. Plus, you're, you're growing a little bit of familiarity with your with your um, associates and your team, because they say, hey, those are the kind of people I want to deal with. They seem like likable people, right? So that's cool too, but it translates to sales on many different levels. And that's the ultimate goal is yep. to make sales, right? So to buy and sell cars. And that's what that's what happens. And so it, it, they end up on our website, they end up in our showroom, but we know they're watching because we hear, we hear the chatter locally, right? Yeah. So we, we have times where our CEO comes to me and says, hey, um, we do a post every week, which is cool. Um, it's called our our, our uh, coffee run on Saturday mornings, right? So me and the whole team, we grab a car, right? And we barely show the car. We barely show the car, but it's four employees at the dealership driving in a car to get our morning coffee. What's what's more normal than that? On Saturday yeah. morning, we do that every single Saturday morning for years. We go get coffee together and then we go to our meeting, right? So we said, let's turn the camera on, right? Let's just talk like we always do. So we come up with a, 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 a topic. There has to be a topic, so we're not winging it. We come up with a topic. We test it on the way to the to the uh, coffee shop, and then we actually have the conversation on camera on the way back from the coffee shop. And locally, people talk about it. So we have That's people cool. go to our COO and say, I watched that coffee talk, and it's 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 my favorite post of the week. So we've, And we hear that over and over again locally. So it's exposure, right? We're not showing the car. We're just talking about the brand. And I'll flash yep. the car on the screen or whatever we need to do to show that we have the car, but it, it creates brand recognition that leads to a customer buying customer somewhere down the road. I love that. It's it's this big picture view of, of what does success mean? Because yeah. I think too often we try to tie success to one individual metric. I bought X number of cars. I sold X number of cars. And at the dealership level, we have to buy and sell cars. We go bankrupt, obviously. Yep. But if the brand is growing, it's working. And I think that's yep. one of the key things that that's coming out of what you guys are doing. So obviously you're seeing success. So um, how do you look at expansion of this? And is there any uh, any playbook for expanding this idea, whether it's across dealerships or people? Yep. So both. So we have a second dealership, a second Lexus dealership in town that we're expanding the program. So 
just like we we started it in um, Vegas at our Henderson dealership. I'm here uh, once a week and remotely what work in social media, right? And now I'm watching to see who's going to be want to be helpful, you know, who's going to want to jump in and, and do a video. Uh, but ultimately, we have a consistent post on our second dealership now every day, three times a day, basically. And then um, we have volunteers helping as well. So now we're watching who wants to participate. How are we going to grow this? Um, and it's just it's the same. It's the same recipe. One person starting it and now we're growing it out to other people. We don't have designated um, ambassadors at our second location, but that's the ultimate goal. Right. And it, mm -hmm. but it takes baby step. This isn't easy. This is not. It takes a little bit of boldness. It takes a little bit of courage. Um, it takes time management. So you start finding the people that can step into it step by step and then assume the roles. Right. So that's what we're starting in the second dealership. We are uh, excited about opening a third dealership in town, um, not, not the Lexus brand, but a different brand um, through our, 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 our parent company. And um, we have a social media account set up there, too. We don't even have the we don't even have the walls up, basically. We, but we have a social media account that we're advertising to. Right. Watching the growth of the store build off build from the ground up and then when we open uh, a year from now we'll have some following and some exposure that we wouldn't have had before by opening an account so you open up to multiple doors you try to reach as much people as you can and and let it grow organically until we have people that really want to do it at each location i, I, I love that answer I, what i always like in talking to you about this is the mix of humility and open-mindedness right where you just said it's hard how many of us don't want to admit that something we do is hard how many of us don't want to just say hey do you see my view you see that post i'm responsible for with forty-seven thousand views but don't want to yeah. admit that there's a hard element and i really appreciate particularly as we're talking about what have you experienced that other dealers might want to try to emulate that you're talking about the things like it's hard and you need to pull down posts and you need to have constant oversight to it because these are the things that are necessary to build that that robust program Exactly. You can't skip, you can't skip hard work either. So like yeah. my daughter, they, they watch. So my daughters and other children of their age group watch social media and think, well, I can, I can eat seaweed on social media and become a, you know, a big rich success. Right. Yep. But that's not, that's not it though. This social media is just another um, tool to demonstrate your hard work. Right. So you, it's, it's hard work step by step. You have to do it. You have to make good videos. You have to have good content. You have to build it on a people level as well. It's, you don't you don't get a lot of followers unless you know some people originally, right? And yep. then they start following other people follow. So you still you can't skip the hard work. There's still hard work involved. It's not just turning on a camera and expecting big results. It's there's hard work involved. And if you skip those steps, you probably won't be a success. But um, I'm a big believer in hard work and 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 you know if, if the new tools out there, it doesn't make it necessarily easier. It just changes the venue for working hard. I love that. Love that. Love that. All right. Last question. Obviously, to anyone yep. listening, you know what you're talking about. You guys are seeing crazy yep. success in this. So here's the million dollar question. What are the parting words of wisdom that you can provide to a dealer who's looking to build or enhance their social media presence? If you want to give someone a few nuggets, what would those few nuggets be? Uh, be open to the change. Be open. Because um, like any technology and and um in car sales we've seen it me and you went to digital dealer there's a lot of technology being added and mm -hmm. you're going to get you're going to be you're going to get resistance so you have to have the leaders at the top that are open to pushing this forward to the point of success mm -hmm. the second thing i would say is is have um the right people in place right find the right people that want to do it and 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 not back away from it 
and um, make sure that your quality comes through in your videos or in your posts because that's what people see of you. Make sure you have the right light. Make sure you have the right angles. Film it again if you have to, right? But what you put out there is what people are going to see about your dealership group. And if it's, I, I see a lot of low budget, a lot of saying the wrong things. Um, and and in the car industry, we've we've been doing this for a long time, but there is a there's an expectation of what a car salesman or a car dealership should be, right? Yep. And I, I believe that the the this generation of car dealerships and and car salesmen and, and ambassadors to the dealerships groups and leadership is so much better than it was 30, 40 years ago, right? I see it. And what you put on video is what people see of you. So if you yep. um if 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 you satisfy their expectation of the negative part of sales and car sales, that's who you are. Right. But we're so much more than that. So you've got to show what great people we are and how honest we are and how straightforward and how efficient and how high quality, high quality, high quality, high quality. I love that advice. And you're motivating me to go up my my own social media game here. So I'm, I might make a post here as soon as we get off. You're getting me all excited. But cool. those are great words of wisdom. I really want to thank Do Dominic Gigliano, social media director and sales manager at Lexus Vegas. Really appreciate the time, appreciate the insights, and, and most importantly, the honesty and learnings of what you're going through to help other dealers get to the point where you are. So thanks a lot for the time and for the insights. We appreciate you.